0: Hello and welcome once more to this week's meta. Lots of fun stuff in this week's episode, we're we're pretty happy with it. This week we're talking about two-headed skeletons in Red Dead Online that are causing some issues for players, to say the least. Uh, There's a new looter shooter called Outsiders, which Ike has appropriately dubbed Geerstinny. Uh, You'll have to listen to find out why. And the Fortnite boss man, Tim Sweeney, has some uh, rather controversial takes on politics and games. I also rant about Destiny 2 for a bit, which I honestly think I'm just going to turn into a monthly segment at this point. Because let me tell you, my friends, that is a well that does not run dry. The date is Monday, February 17th, and we're glad you're here. hey hello uh this is this week's meta it's a new week i am joined by my friend ike yo what's up what's up dude not
1: much man stoked to talk about games
0: yeah me too how's your uh how's how's your week
1: my week has been good um my wife and i um went out and explored an esports cafe that's like an hour away from my house which was really cool um seeing kids sitting on pcs in one space yelling about Fortnite got me unbelievably (laughs) excited i don't know why i was like oh this is so cool um yeah yeah it's been a good week man it's been a good week
0: and i imagine your excitement about that is just um uh bolstered by the fact that you just did that league of legends tournament too
1: yeah yeah like like you're
0: like riding that high and then it's yeah man
1: unintentionally becoming a bigger and bigger part of my life now um so we'll Uh see there might be building an an arena in my backyard by next recording. I don't know. Yeah, I'm stoked.
0: Sweet. Have you been playing anything?
1: Yeah, so um, I tweeted this out. It's a photo of my Stardew Valley account that I started. Um, oh no! Stardew Valley was like 14 bucks on the Nintendo Store. Um, yeah, which is cheap. the cheapest thing the Nintendo Store has had in years. Uh, <laughs> so I picked it up, and I've been playing the snot out of that. Um, I originally was like way against it but once i had it in my own hands on my own little switch light i was like oh god i can have a kitty cat on this game that looks like my kitty cat in real life this
0: is
1: (laughs) the only thing that matters now yeah um so i've put about 10 ish hours into it now and it's only getting started from there yeah and i've been playing apex too apex is frustrating (laughs) it's the stupid oh my god the stupid what's frustrating about it ike the stupid... I've been texting Jake about this all week. The stupid ranked <laughs> system on Apex, I will be basically the top of the ceiling of a certain bracket, right? So I'll be silver one, and it will only pair me with, like, silvers four and three. So... Oh, scrubs. Sc- the absolute Scrub scrubs. The absolute scrubs. People. And I, I was... How I dare just, they
0: play Apex?
1: Just before, just before I got on this recording, I was in a match with someone, and... I was playing passively because there's like 60 people on the map. And they were upset with me that I wasn't rushing into gunfights and dying with them. So they (laughs) both died.
0: There are gunshots.
1: They both died. And then I'm running away. And then they spend the next 10 minutes sitting there spectating me, talking trash about how I'm playing. It was so frustrating. I was bleeding from my ears. I was so mad.
0: Gunshots at one thirty three
1: Father, I crave violence. And then just runs after all of the fights possible. I'm like, no. Playing that game with new people is like having two rabid Doberman pinchers on a leash. And you're like trying to just move through this <laughs> landmine field with them just trying to jump into everything. And you're like, stop, please. Just yeah, stop. I can
0: see how that's frustrating. So the cycle so... has
1: been apex and then jump into Stardew Valley
0: once I feel like throwing myself off a building. So what's your game plan with Apex now? Because if, you, if you're wanting to like get more competitive with that game, what's the move going oh, forward?
1: Yeah, so um, the meta right now for me, I'm going Watson because she puts up electric fences everywhere. And oh. I cannot tell you how many times I've set them up in strategic points like off of zip lines and buildings mm-hmm. to where when someone comes up, it automatically launches them off the zip line through my fences. They get slowed and then you just double tap them. I mean, it's... It almost is flawless as a strategy if you can actually hit buildings, which my teammates can't shoot anything. So that's been kind of a point of frustration as well. But yeah, um, Watson and Gibraltar and uh, Bangalore have been incredible this season. So pick those people
0: if you want to win. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I I heard 30% of that because your audio kept cutting out, but... Oh, what I, I got need to, it is that do I need to Watson run, is cool.
1: Do I need to run that again? I can run that no, again No, 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 edit. No, it's fine. It might roll, be roll it might be recorded on my end. It didn't look
0: like it dropped out of mine. It's just Discord. Yeah. Like we'll have the your your audio file, so it's it's fine. Yeah. Watson good. Everyone good. <laughs> Play Watson. <laughs> Players you're getting matched with, bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um so I'm still playing Sekiro. Um I am almost finished with the main story. I'm so freaking close. You were talking um, trash
1: I'm... about this too. You were saying that it's an easy game, which was wrestling you in hard
0: in the Discord saying, "Yo, Sekiro, wait, shit."
1: Yeah, how how are you good at this? Like what are you doing that's special? How is Man, this game easy for like,
0: you? Something just like something well, so the easy mode for me is like I'll get my ass like handed to me. And I'll go to YouTube and watch a walkthrough. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> which which I actually, like, I highly, highly, like, recommend. Like, if you're turned off from these games, like, don't be ashamed to go to YouTube and find a walkthrough or a playthrough. Because, like, these games are, like, really fun. Yeah. You just need to, like, have some tools at your disposal. And uh, they aren't, like, great at, like, teaching you those tools up front. Like, you have to learn those things on your own. And it takes a lot of time an effort that I just don't have anymore. Like I'm sure 26, I have a limited window at the end of the day to play games. And I'm like, I don't just want to like pour myself into, you know, like trying to learn stuff or like meander around a map and try to find the item that I like, I need to continue the quest line or whatever. Like right. I have that time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, watch walkthroughs highly recommend, which I did for, um, this boss called the guardian ape. Um, if you've played Sekiro, chances are you probably know what this boss is. People like talk about this boss like it's the end all be all boss, like it will make or break you type thing. <laughs> um, this thing is pretty fucking crazy. Um, so it, it's it's a two phase boss. It's this giant monkey. Uh, the the first phase, he's just like super unpredictable. He'll jump all around the map, and it's like it's unusual because most of the bosses that you fought up until this point are like well humans with right. like swords and weapons that you can like counter. Not this thing, I guess as, aside from like the flaming bull thing. Um, but th- so like the first phase is a bitch, like super, super difficult. He killed me once. And then I watched a walkthrough and I beat him. <laughs> but what I didn't see in that walkthrough was that after you kill him, he so like you chop off his head. Uh he has this like sword that's lodged in his neck, and you uh like tear the sword out of his neck and decapitate him. Super right. cool. Um but he comes back to life. Like you think, you kill him, and you get the like death screen, <laughs> and then this fricker resurrects himself and starts like carrying around his head in his hand. What? It dude, it's super terrifying. That- um he does he does this like uh, scream move where he'll like raise his head oh, to his like neck hole and like scream. And if you're like caught in that aura, then uh, you'll get uh, it's this mechanic called terror. You'll get terrified and you'll just die. <laughs> so um, you'll die of so terror. You'll literally die of fright. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking
1: up um, 8 Boss Sekiro right now.
0: Good lord, this <laughs> is terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. Um, so y- you kill him, uh, you think uh so he like disappears into thin air or something and then you hear like more like monkey screams on the horizon nope um Don't like you can that. just think think of the joe rogan um monkey jamie jamie pull up this clip
1: <laughs> 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 good
0: god uh, yeah so you progress right into the story. You think you've fucking killed them. You haven't. So, uh, the 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 next boss fight, you fight two of these guys. You fight the guy that you just killed, the headless monkey, and like his girlfriend or a wife or something. Okay, which is just the the first phase of the boss fight, the non-headless version. You fight two of these guys at the same time. I hate this. Yeah, this is terrifying. Insane. Uh, but oddly enough, I didn't really have much issue with them. Like the community, like hates these boss fights, and I was like, "Yeah, ain't shit, man." Wow! T- All right, tore through it. I am a Sekiro master.
1: You're you're like point. a straight up otaku now. Like you're playing in your like you know traditional robe, chilling there with your four yeah. swords on the wall. You're you're nailing That's it, me. man.
0: Stuffed That's me. You. Great, great job. Um. I did, I did realize that, like, I'm almost finished with this game, and I have no idea what's going on.
1: <laughs> cool. Like, the plot? You don't understand the plot?
0: No idea what's going on. Yeah, the story is totally over my head. Which, if you're f- familiar with, like, FromSoft games, like, they don't, like, the way that they tell stories is through, like, um, like world building. Like, it's not so much, like, a narrative that's, like, up front and in your face. You learn it from, like, dialogue, from NPCs, and, like... Uh, just the world around you sort of um, this game is like, it's more upfront, but I even still like, I, so I, I tried to like write out what this story is. You tried to, and write I had it such out. a hard time with it. <laughs> I said, so you're like protecting this Prince kid who has right. some sort of special powers. He has like some sort of like elder blood uh, and he saves your life by giving you immortality at some point, which is how you like resurrect, but then he's like haha just kidding this power i have is actually bad and it drives humans crazy ah. to like madness and i need you to figure out a way to sever like all ties to it and so that's like what you're doing for the entire game as From you've what been
1: describing get- the plot i've been watching this boss fight on youtube <laughs> and it just has been the most bizarre experience <laughs> you have to defend Bro, this it's kid
0: a, it's insane yeah it's insane okay uh, but yeah, Sekiro is is uh, it's really good. Yeah. I am ready to be finished with it so I can move on to other things. But it's awesome. And then I've also been playing uh, Modern Warfare. The season two just came out. Is this um, a, you
1: said season two? Is this another game that has the um, loot progression system like the the battle pass? Is this a yeah. battle pass
0: game? Of course, it's it more is. battle pass stuff. Okay, uh, Great. which I'm not like I don't know. I'm not crazy about it, like, even still as, like, a way to, like, I don't know, with to, like, give that progression feel. I guess it's fine for Call of Duty because it's not, like, a game that's focused on loot, so I don't mind it as, as much as I mind it being a thing in Destiny. Yeah. Um, but, I, man, I've, I <laughs> this game feels so good to play. Every time I play it, I'm like, just the gun feel... And, like, the fast pace, like, it takes a little bit of, like, getting used to. Like, I, I know when I first started playing this game, like, I don't know. It just feels like as soon as you see somebody, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> or vice versa. Like, so much of it is, like, twitch reflexes and uh, you die so quick. Yeah. Um, but I'd super enjoy it. I, I, I did opt into the Battle Pass this time because, like, I need a new multiplayer game to play. And so I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to commit to this season. And Let's go ahead and out, give Blizzard
1: more of my money. Great. <sighs> Let's just continue to support Blizzard. I, was, I mean, you know, as long as you're cool with it, there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to do this. I'm salty about I it. it. I hate I Blizzard. not want to talk about it. <laughs>
1: no, nope. you shouldn't be playing. No one should be playing Modern Warfare. I, I don't see? care how good the gameplay is. It's not good. It's not good. We're not a good
0: company. Do you want to explain why you think that?
1: We'll we'll get to that at the end of the podcast, buddy.
0: Oh, okay. We'll get there. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) So uh, where I was going with this is they teased a uh, new Battle Royale mode that um, is supposed to be coming. So they showed a trailer at the start of the season. As as soon as you logged in, this trailer was there. It's a pretty cool trailer. There's a uh, ghost, um, which is like their... I don't know. They're like special ops guys. It's their mascot. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the camera like zooms out, and you see a very so it zooms out. You see terminal, which is the map from Modern Warfare Three that everybody likes. It's the airport map. Um, and then it keeps zooming out, and you see a dropship with people like parachuting out of it. So clearly, it's 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 a br. Right. Yeah. Um, there are what looks like. So, my my impression from the trailer, like, there are zones scattered throughout the map, but each zone looks like a different Call of Duty map, which I kind of like. Like, it's like a, a piecemeal thing of, like, locations from previous Call Call of Duty campaigns. Yeah. And previous maps that they just kind of, like, cobble together into a BR map. Okay. Um So uh, the idea that, like, going into this BR map that, like, I may already know each of the areas because I've been playing Call of Duty forever um, is sort of appealing to me. Like, I don't have to relearn a gigantic area.
1: Well, that's your complaint about things like (laughs) Apex Apex, is that, yeah, it's too big and you don't know it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's too big and you're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah, no it is. Like I uh yeah, like I enjoy fighting on smaller maps because I can learn that space. Sure. Um yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Looks cool. There's a new like un- not unclassified, a new classified um like um uh, section of the menu. So clearly something is coming this season and seems like it's a BR.
1: Are we satisfied that the quote unquote groundbreaking addition to every first person shooter now is just let's throw a BR mode together because to me it's just let's create a mode where it's rumble but on a big scale right like that's that's yeah. just big team rumble and that's we've had that for so long i mean are we does that feel like it's enough sort to keep of. You i mean playing it's not just it?
0: big team battle though like it's it's kind of just become its own like thing you know that people i guess people want
1: yeah i mean it just it takes me back to early halo where we had rumble and that was that was it. Like that was a battle royale, and yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know. I
0: like I agree. I don't think every game needs to have a BR mode, you know? Yeah. I. I... And BR is big enough too that like if you do a BR, like that needs to be your only focus probably.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Know? Otherwise, They're just it's... like
0: having a like an extra mode on top of all the stuff that you're. I don't know. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Uh, what else do you want to talk about?
1: Hey, can we talk about how hackers have actually made Red Dead Online good? <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> so, if you haven't paid attention to this, um, Red Dead Online has been plagued with people dropping in these two-headed skeletons that are super aggressive and beating the absolute tar out of everyone on the game. Um, if you look yeah, they're on, basically co-
0: invincible. <laughs> yeah, they're they're basically.
1: Some people are saying they're bulletproof. And they're these, like, two-headed spooky boys that just run up and just absolutely take your lunch money. I mean, they will just come up to you and end your life. And I could make the argument, as someone who played Red Dead Online from the early stages and into whatever it is now – It's the only thing that's actually making it worth playing because, good God, the game online is terrible if you're on console. If you're on PC and this is a possibility that something exciting could actually happen other than someone absolutely sniping you from 300 miles away with a sniper (laughs) rifle that they bought with in-game money that they paid for, this is the fun way to play the game. I, I love this. This is my favorite thing that's ever happened to this game.
0: Did you see that um, somebody made the entire Red Dead Online map in uh, the game Dreams?
2: Which no. Which just came out
0: for, for PS4. So, so someone made the entire map in Dreams, and I guess it, like, actually disconnects you from the game world, like, every 5-10 seconds, just like Red Dead Online does. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, I, I I love this story. I It reminds me... I don't know. Like, it's just cool that, like, this giant game breaking like hack is in the game and the community is like yeah it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah well that's just like, how terrible the state of the game was before this i mean jake
1: like <laughs> it's you talk about a game that's plagued with just mediocrity like the game i was so excited for red dead 2 when i knew you're talking online. about red dead
0: online or are you talking about the campaign because no throw some no hands.
1: no no the online the online part the online okay. part all the, right the yeah. campaign is good the reason I purchased it is because I'm an online game player. I want to play with my friends and shoot horses and ride donkeys. Like, that's that's what yeah. I want to do. I want to murder horses and hang out with my friends. And <laughs> You asshole. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do in this. And the game just was ruined with people getting the most expensive rifles, absolutely sniping you, and then... Mm-hmm. I mean, you would be... I So many times I would join my friends just hunting. We were hunting together in this game, which is cool as a concept. And then someone would just roll up snipe us and then it would be over and
0: isn't that what gta online is though too
1: yeah and i was hoping that with that experience i I think that rockstar does this thing where they create this online world it gets way out of hand where a small portion of dedicated players or hackers in this case basically break the game with advantages and then rockstar Mm -hmm. just goes man we got to stop doing this and then they release a new game and then it happens again (laughs) And they're like man if only we could figure out how to balance this darn game and there's no hope for it man there's no hope so this at least offers a level playing field it's kind of the thanos option of it doesn't matter what kind of henry repeater you have this (laughs) two-headed skeleton is gonna absolutely put you in the dirt and i love it
0: it's not it's not hackers in uh like the Crucible in Destiny 2, that are just like teleporting around and like insta killing people at the start of every match. The right. game is over like within seconds. Right. So, yeah. I mean, as far as hacks go, this this one's pretty good.
1: I approve this hack. This is a good yeah. one.
0: Have you seen um, that Outsiders reveal trailer?
1: I have. Go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> it's uh, another
0: looter shooter. Another. Uh... Top- rpg it's coming out this holiday um well it's supposed to be we'll see what happens there but yeah it's from the studio uh people can fly they did uh the, the, that game bullet storm yep i don't know if you remember and gears judgment uh gears judgment people did not like as much bullet storm was seemed like it, just a really fun like shooter yeah but bullet not storm to be taken fun. very seriously at all um from what I could tell, you can find gameplay of this. IGN uh, is doing a bunch of stuff on it. Um, they posted gameplay. It feels like a slightly more mobile years of war game. Yeah. Um, it's still cover based, but um, there's seems to be more of an emphasis on keeping you out of cover. Like they don't want you, you know, just like behind a wall, like shooting stuff. They want you to move constantly. Um, yeah. They said that this is not a games as a service so not destiny don't think destiny don't think anthem it is a very linear like story that has a start and a finish um you can go back and replay that story uh they said that um you will get better loot increasingly um by increasing the world tier of the story so if you want to keep playing and increasing the world tier, i guess that's how you get better stuff Uh um there's there's no pvp in this game it's just pve which means that they don't have to balance all of the guns and stuff for pvp they can just focus on the pve stuff which is actually Um, really cool i kind of like that me too me too um because that's like one of the major issues that's plagued uh destiny since the dawn of time like they have to balance for both pvp and pve um which means that uh, they can introduce more interesting mods for guns that are quote unquote like game breaking, and it they don't have to worry about it like upsetting sure the crucible you know sure um so we saw f- there's three classes and this is like destiny <laughs> the classes are very destiny in fact the first like picture they showed of this game yeah it looks like destiny like but the this... characters look like a hunter a warlock and a titan
1: yeah my notes for this were. Destiny, it's it's gearstony. It's the gears and destiny (laughs) byproduct of mating. It's it's when Marcus Phoenix met with Hunt like Cade and they had a little baby together, and then this is this game.
0: That's very accurate. The uh, the classes are the pyromancer, the trickster, and the devastator. Okay, Um, which is uh, yeah. Guess what class that is. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So we've all played Dungeons and Dragons before. (laughs) The gameplay I saw was from the trickster. Um, he's like the hunter in destiny. Yeah. Um, he's super mobile. He can like teleport. He did have this ability that I thought was really cool where he creates like a distortion field that slows down enemies, but it also slows down, uh, like bullets. Yeah. And you could actually like see the bullets like slowly passing through the field, which I thought was just cool. I haven't seen a whole lot of that in games. Yeah. um, um it is in third person though, which I'm not sure how I feel about. I mean, I guess all the gears games are in third person, but in my experience, like, if we're going to talk about gun feel like i yeah. would just rather it be first person um, especially
1: I am, for something like this cuz you can kind of get a visceral reaction with like some of these ab- abilities like the trickster i'm looking at this force push thing where it's you, you absolutely yeah, yeah. just blow apart walls seeing that in first person would be cool i don't need to see it i i don't need to see it over his yeah. shoulder looking at his coat ruffle in the wind like i don't care
0: yeah i guess um I'm I'm most worried. I think about the loot. Um, so this game is post-apocalyptic. Um, a lot of the loot to me does sort of like at least visually remind me of Anthem's loot, where uh, everything looks really samey. Yeah. Um. I, I haven't seen any like super rare stuff. It showed off. Um. Like I'm gonna just refer to Destiny's loot structure. I saw like legendaries. I saw rare drops. Yeah. Um but none of it l- at least visually looks that interesting. Yeah. Um the emphasis seems to be on the mods. Um and there are some like really interesting mods they showed off. Uh one of them that like uh when you shoot it it calls down lightning onto people, which I thought was pretty sick. Right. Um yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff like that, which seems fun like the gameplay looks fun. Um and like I don't know, I'm I'm going to play it just because I love looters and uh I kind of like the idea that this is a game that's just meant to be played start to finish and then you're kind of done with it. Like I'm fine with this being sort of like a Borderlands meets Destiny experience. Does it Space have
1: online co-op?
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah. It
1: this looks like something that was that is ideal for people like me and you to finally meet somewhere in the middle. Yep because yeah. this isn't a game where i have to obsessively worry about the meta i can just pick up an overpowered shotgun and blow apart aliens with my friends yep.
0: and that's they they describe this game as a game that you can just like crack a beer open with or uh two and play with your friends and shoot some stuff and have fun i which yeah
1: i'm not going to lie my first impression of this <laughs> i was kind of cynical and like oh great another looter shooter like you heard me at the start of this but now kind of hearing your run through on it i'm Interest has been peaked. I'm, I'm stoked has been about this. Peaked. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm curiously optimistic.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down for something that I don't have to constantly worry about what's been nerfed, what's been brought up, what exotics I need to get to be competitive. It, playing Destiny as someone who drops in and out is exhausting. It's completely unrealistic to say that you can stay up to date <laughs> with it if you're not. If if that game is not your hobby, you can't play it. Basically, to me, and this feels like something that you actually could play with someone like you who's very good at stuff like that, but I have the ability to just find a good gun and roll with it. So yeah,
0: this would be the perfect time to segue into, um, I think I'm going to do this monthly. I'm not going to do this weekly because it's just too much. I'm going to get tired of it. Um, I'm, I'm going to do this monthly segment where I just rant about destiny and all the shit that I hate about it. Tell them, um, this is laced with profanity. Um, but here you go. This Teep is the thing. Teach these devils. Tell them.
2: We gotta talk about Destiny 2. So Destiny 2 has become the game that I log into once a week now to stand at a slot machine in the tower, insert, polarize, fractaline, fractaline, whatever the fuck it's called... Uh, tokens and get free XP from completing bounties to level up my fucking battle pass, season pass, whatever the fuck it is, because this is actually more enjoyable than playing the same shit over and over and over again until I reach rank 100 to get uh, I don't, a weapon skin, I think is the reward. Oh, I, uh, I hate, I hate this battle pass. Uh, I hate it so much. It's become the only real form of progression that I remotely care about in destiny. I don't feel incentivized to get any of these in-game mods that you get from the obelisks or whatever because they're all fairly uninteresting and don't do anything sin- sin- I can even fucking say the word significant to modify my playstyle. I'm tired of the sundial, I'm tired of gambit, I'm tired of the crucible which still has not received any significant tuning despite claims that Bungie has renewed focus on PvP. Not to mention that Destiny has been taken offline for emergency maintenance twice within the span of one month because players started suddenly and inexplicably losing currency in quest progress. Apparently, this is related to some bug relating to timestamps on items that sorts your inventory based on when you got them. And blah. what this means is that if you were like, grinding for randy's throwing knife or whatever in the crucible during that time period all of your progress was reset by bungie to fix the issue which apparently happened to someone and if i were that person i honestly would have uninstalled destiny at that moment that quest was made by satan do you hear me bungie hate that quest did i mention that this is the second time that this has happened within the span of a month I did? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm seeing it again. How do we know that this won't happen again? They thought they knew the fix last time, and they clearly did not. Oh, hey, uh, new Valentine's Day event this week. shack is selling stuff, and not everything is gated behind Eververse, so that's actually a plus. Uh, but I don't feel any motivation to actually play this game right now, so... Eh? Uh, if you like Destiny, that's awesome. I love this game. I hate it right now, and I will find new things to rant about every single week, uh, because that's who I am. Okay, uh, all right, let's get back to the show. (laughs) Ha ha ha, fool! You thought I was done talking about this abomination of a game? Okay, all right, that was too far. I'll admit, it's not an abomination, but (laughs) I'm so mad. I'm so mad, I'm so mad. I'm so mad I had to switch to a handheld mic just so that I can pace. I am untethered, and my rage knows no bounds. Do you hear me, Bungie? Do you hear the pleas from your community? Help us, Bungie, please. Nerf titans, they're still too powerful. My Telesto broke again, Bungie! Do you hear us? Do you? No, of course you don't. You're no longer cool Uncle Bungie who slides his money under the table when our parents aren't looking. No, 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 no. You've become something worse, something far, far worse. You are now
0: a... Okay, and we're back. That was a thing. Um, Whew. I don't know if I should apologize or
1: this is, this is the point where I just tell my mom to skip the next, like hit, hit, skip 15 seconds, four times, <laughs> yeah, mom, if you're listening yeah. and then, and then you we're good. Preface that. Yeah. 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 It's all good. It's all good. Uh,
0: um, I guess we need to get to like the meat of this episode. Sure. Um, have you read about this Tim Sweeney speech at all? I have not. He gave? I have not.
1: I, okay, I only so... see the, uh, the notes for it and. I'm already ready to like burn a trash can. So please give me something to scream about.
0: He has some, um, uh, how should I say? It's just an odd sort of worldview in in regards to politics and games. So, uh, the boss over at Epic, his name is Tim Sweeney. Um, he's a very like nerdy looking guy, uh, gave a keynote speech at, uh, the dice conference in Las Vegas that happened this week. Uh, I talked about a bunch of stuff. Uh, I talked about data privacy. talked about loot boxes. talked about cross platform. Uh, ma- <laughs> mainly, he just pronounced the word ecosystem as echo system. There you go.
1: I, I don't know why, but it hate made me him, so uncomfortable. Hate him instantly. Instantly hate how? this guy.
0: But hate then him. it like made me question my entire like. Is that how you're supposed to pronounce that word? Is it no. ecosystem?
1: No, it's it ecosystem. Right, right? It is okay. the 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 O makes the E say its name. It's ecosystem.
0: It's, eco is economy, right? Like I'm not.
1: Yes, it's not economy. Okay. <laughs> well, but there are economists.
0: Oh god.
1: <laughs> I'm going to quit this podcast. I'm okay. Dying. This stupid so... freaking Fallout NPC-looking dude pronouncing ecosystem
0: as echo system I, I have never before this guy i've never heard anybody pronounce that word ecosystem.
1: which he does look like a followed npc but let's put a pin in that and, <laughs> and keep moving forward
0: dude his whole speech it gave me thick uh silicon valley vibes from like uh, like TechCrunch or tech connect or whatever just seeing like was he a gavin Nelson? Very... <laughs> yeah
1: i love it tell me what he said uh,
0: uh, okay, so he talked about a bunch of stuff that I agree with. He talked about how cross-platform is clearly going to be the like the move going forward. Sure. Uh, he expressed a dislike for publishers holding a monopoly um, over games and customers, basically games being exclusive. Or like uh, he was like, "Hey, that's not good for the gaming community as a whole," uh, which I agree with. But I'm also like, it's also clearly beneficial for publishers to do that, or they wouldn't be doing it. Mm. Um, which is why it's like it's I don't I don't know I have mixed thoughts on that like I I think it is probably like monetarily beneficial for publishers in the short term, but I'm I'm questioning like in the long term how beneficial it is to put out exclu- a, a, excuse me exclusive content for games yeah. like if it, if all that's going to do is like divide up the community and um, I don't know like generate what's the opposite of goodwill. Uh, (laughs) among your players like riots in the streets outside of your headquarters you're not gonna make money if nobody's playing your game right so yeah um he says that he sees gaming only becoming more social moving into the future which obviously that's a super controversial take but uh that that was sarcasm um i don't know that i i don't know i have mixed feelings on that too because i'm like yes there are more social features than ever before in games like we have access to Discord, we have access to all kinds of stuff. They're like basically social networks built into our games now. Right. But it also like the other side of that coin, I don't know if it's just because of my age, it might be, but games to me feel also more impersonal than ever before because like like yes, we have a chat window in games now, but it's like I don't I don't like I don't talk to people. No. <laughs> you know, like it's not like the days of Halo 3 and Modern Warfare 2 where like the lobbies are like, just like super like lively. And well, I say that
1: I can remember in halo Two, a guy played his entire mixtape through a big team battle match. I remember how bad it was. And I remember (laughs) just sitting there hearing all of it. My little ears just going, why is this happening?
0: Yeah. 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 So I don't know what he did talk about. That uh, was super controversial was uh in regards to politics he so he uh, at one point he talks about how streamers are using games as a platform for uh political discourse and thus games are becoming more like a social network quote whether we like it or not unquote Uh, he seemed okay with that but then he starts talking about separating politics from just the marketing of games oh
1: my god um come on
0: We need to separate the creatives commentary from the marketing departments. We should get the marketing departments out of politics. The world is really screwed up right now. Right now, your political orientation determines which fast food chicken restaurant you go to. And that's all really dumb. There's no reason to drag divisive topics like that into gaming at all.
1: What what does he expect people to do? Like, just... Okay. All right. That's great, Tim. We need another billionaire talking about how we shouldn't talk about politics. He's worth $7.26 billion. I'm not going to hear it from this guy. Like, are you telling me that this. What is he even. That's the most. Okay. What is he even saying? We have reduced
0: Ike to a blubbering.
1: What is he (laughs) saying? No. what is... So he's saying that it's bad that people care about issues, so they shouldn't care about issues related to gaming? What? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, am personally my, my, boycotting Blizzard because they're bootlicking the country of China. What is like, should I just like, oh, well, guess I can't vote with my money anymore? No, well, that's all I can like, do.
0: This, this is not a surprising take from the boss of Epic, who, you know, Fortnite is a thing. So, right. like, I, I, obviously, this platform is like, I like guess, as far as politics goes, it's probably the most neutral. But to say that, like, I don't know. Like politics isn't just something that you can opt out of. Right. Right. Like it, it affects all of our lives. And even a game like Fortnite isn't like, it doesn't escape from that. Right. You know, um, this guy, his name is Riley McLeod. He is a editor at Kotaku. I was reading his, he posted a, a opinion piece on this and he, um, said it better than I could. I think he said, um, a platform can't be neutral as convenient for its stakeholders as that would be. Right. uh, Zing. Um, Politics are about the power structures that impact people's daily lives. Uh, People's access to platforms is political. Being able to play Fortnite on a console that you can afford and fit in your house is political as is only being able to play on your mom's phone while riding the bus. Having a credit card to be able to buy a battle pass is political. Where Fortnite gets its um, emotes is is political. What franchises and musicians it partners with is political. What games Epic lets on its store is political, even if Sweeney seems to think it's not. Sweeney's comments cast politics as something that we can enter in and out of at will, as opposed to being uh, the material conditions of how our lives and how we relate to one another.
1: God bless this quote, because I'm so angry, I can't even form words, but all of that, yes. Good God. (laughs) This guy is the head of a company and acts like we can just look at things that China is doing as, well, that's politics, we have to be apolitical. And just serving people like that. Get out of here.
0: No. Stop. Just asinine. Like, it's clearly like... Stop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's pretty funny how only the richest portion of America gets to be apolitical. Isn't that neat? Isn't that real cool? God, I hope one day I can have enough money to just be like, you know, it doesn't really matter who wins. Like, are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> oh, Fortnite my God. Man says, politics bad, money good.
1: Yeah. No, that's exactly, yeah. That's <laughs> very his, much
0: what this is. <laughs>
1: the guy that's able to wipe his butt with blue $100 bills is saying that, you know, politics is bad.
0: Okay. All right. Cool.
1: We'll see you, buddy. So,
0: yeah. That was the, that that whole thing. That was the drama of the week.
1: I literally just paid $3 for um, Division 2 in the Epic store and uh ironically enough. So I'm going to be playing oh, that. Oh, you weekend.
0: did? I forgot I even had that on here.
1: Yeah. So it's it's 3 bucks in the Epic store right now. Just paid this guy money, feels real good. Feels oh, real good. What you're saying. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did you yeah. see uh they have an expansion that just came out?
1: Yeah, I I didn't see that, but I figured that they have something up their sleeve when games are like at a 95% discount, okay. so Yeah. Yay. I
0: re- removed it from our notes because I don't know enough about it, and I, w- I wasn't going to actually research it. But I guess well, they just had it, like a surprise expansion that just came out for the uh, their community, which is right now is <laughs> has been in better states, I yeah. think. Uh, people are pretty bummed about the state of that game.
1: I can but... say, Tim, Tim Sweeney, it's great that you have a game like Division and sort of an idealistic world where if the society truly does collapse, there will be this rise of noble guardians that will presumably protect all of the rich people's capital. Tim, it won't go that way. Um,
0: <laughs> now, and, when you say guardians, are we talking about destiny guardians, or are we talking... We're
1: talking about the division. We're talking about the okay. division. And uh, Tim, it won't go that way, and we'll remember things that you've said like this. So, that's all I'll say.
0: <laughs> oh, I hate this guy. Oh, man. I'm, I'm glad... <laughs> Stop. Your your reaction to this was great.
1: No, I hate I hate all of that. That's so bad. Can we talk about something that's like actually good
0: before we send off? Well, we can talk about the definition of good here. <laughs> but the Sonic movie came out this week and it's not awful apparently. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> there
1: you go. why why not? Why not? Sonic is great. Sure. He
0: said, "Oh, okay." Oh, okay. <laughs> uh yeah like i don't have an opinion on sonic i don't um i'm glad i mean the story of this movie is cool right like the first trailer came out in case you've forgotten how bad that trailer was it came out last spring so it was april of 2019 um and that movie was slated to come out when last fall
1: yeah i know they delayed it
0: maybe i don't know but then they were like hey like we know we screwed up sonic looks horrible we're gonna redo the animation and they did actually like i've never heard of that happening before Where like the internet cyber bullies and entire studio is <laughs> redoing their work um and they did it and it looks i don't know it looks good um reviews for it are not bad um critic reviews seem pretty like middle of the road but the the audience scores are all like above like the 90 like percent which i just think it's awesome that like people are coming together to like support this movie because like we did bully them into making a better movie and people are like now we have to go see it and give them good reviews
1: the least we could do is let them break even on it yeah yeah okay well
0: so okay so like that's that's the episode that was what happened this week uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, what what we had to offer. I don't I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever this was, whatever this whatever this monster was. pile of garbage was. Find us on uh, this week's meta at gmail.com if you want to send us email that's all one word this week's meta at gmail
0: yeah and you can find us everywhere again we are on apple Podcasts, we are on google play we are on soundcloud we are on stitcher if we're not on a platform that you listen to podcasts on let us know at that email we'll uh, get this podcast on that platform please um if you would subscribe to us and leave us a review on your respective platform we'd really appreciate it
1: Mm, that'd be good That'd be real good. You can also follow me on Twitter at Isaac, E-Y-E-Z-A-H-K.
0: And you can find me uh, at Jake Moix.
1: Right on. And you can DM us for a link to our Discord. It's super private because I share recipes on how to make Molotov cocktails in there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Uh, but DM us for a link to our Discord, and we'll get you in there to hang out with the boys. And,
0: and please do. Like This is a community that we want to grow, you yeah. know, and we would love to have you. Like We just post memes and play games. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, for sure. Alright, so in closing, I want to leave you with something that's going to make everyone mad, and I think that if you'll let me, I want to keep doing this. Um, This is going to be kind of my closing hot takes, my sort of last thought as I send you off. Um, Here's the deal. Last week we talked about how horribly Blizzard handled the Warcraft expansion, how they basically teased out the community with the old version that everyone loved so much that there were literal hour-long queues to get logged into this stupid old game that we've all played way too much and then they took that away in favor of this dummied down f- character pack that was 15 dollars it was basically i'm already a, boiling i seething. It was, a, it was a visual pack for 15 bucks that people paid for that not only made the game worse but also took the place without anyone's choice of the old game that everyone loved here's the deal though If you have been buying Blizzard IP for the last year, ever since the whole debacle with Hearthstone and how they effectively censored a player and took away his career of making money with this game that he put so much time into, for having the hot controversial take of maybe China shouldn't be killing their own people, you've kind of been supporting Blizzard and you kind of get what's coming to you. If you don't have the self-restraint to not buy the newest Call of Duty because gun game cool you kind of deserve to get whatever this dumb company does because when you give them money, you're giving them free license to just roll over you and it darn it. There's too much access to information about how crappy blizzard is at this point to give them any more of your money. I don't understand why you are. I cannot comprehend how we can keep complaining about a company and then go, Oh yep. Going to smash order on this next game because God knows if I don't buy the new call of duty, I can't play a game where I shoot people. If I don't get this one, where are my options? I'm just frustrated. You've been actively supporting Blizzard, all of you. You don't have license to complain about the games if you've been giving them your money.
0: Okay, well, I'm off to play some Ground War and Modern Warfare. We appreciate you guys for listening. Hope you guys have a great week, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Boom.
1: That felt good. That felt real good. Let me let me just scream into the ether once a week. Like You can have the Destiny thing, and I'll just have the what I'm mad about in general. Yeah. We'll just yell.